I'm sure these people were really genuinely very concerned with the citations and, and the plagiarism. It's about ethics and academics. That's all it is. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. First of all, can we just talk about that hearing? And and I, I just in terms of the hearing, it made me so mad at those presidents and their lawyers and their institutions. Because as someone who does news every single goddamn day, you're like, oh, there are people who are so removed from the muck that we are sift through and the way that everything is taken out of context in bad faith and specifically, uh, you know, in a congressional hearing. And then they roll in there like they can just kind of like, you know, uh, just. I, yeah, give an academic, rando, like, legalistic answer to a very clear trap. Like, it made me so mad that that that's how they approach this. Again, as if they are completely not living in the world that we all live in, which is the real world. Um, so that's number one. I'm very surprised she resigned. I was, like, you know, heartened when she didn't for so many weeks. And then it was like, oh, plagiar. citations and then immediately i knew she was probably on epstein's flight log and you know touch little children so you know it just first you have a bad citation and then it's pedophilia and i mean it's a slippery slope yeah i think that was one thing that i noticed uh i mean i didn't watch all all these hearings like who who is the president of harvard is not really something that i really think about all that much or any of these ivy league universities just the idea that any of these these universities or their presidents are like are like hotbeds for radicalism and socialism. I think is a pretty farcical thing for anyone to believe uh, in the first place. Even though obviously there were a, a protests and pro Palestinian protests at a lot of these schools, but the idea that people are telling themselves that these Ivy League universities are basically just like communist training centers is just so absurd that it just it doesn't really warrant a lot of thought. I think that was my one observation too, though. It's just that kind of gotcha question about do you, like, should there be allowed to be uh, these protests on campuses where open calls for genocide are being made? And to me, the the easy way to answer that question is just to say, no, of course not. Of course that's not allowed. Yeah, and then, exactly. Because it, it seemed like there was this moment, you're, again, you're going through with the lawyers, you're giving this very thoughtful academic answer, but really it seems like it was tr- kind of trying not to offend anybody and trying not to... Uh, you know, trying not to an answer that's going to make the least people mad, and it seemed like it had the opposite effect. Um, because you know, that's the easiest answer is that of course you can't go around calling for genocide of anybody on any college campus. Um, but that's not what these protests are doing. But it seemed like they didn't want to take that next step and and defend these protests and just unequivocally say they're not calling for genocide. Exactly. That's why they're allowed to do these protests. They wanted to simultaneously throw their own students under the bus. And protect themselves. Yeah. And they ended up like completely screwing both themselves and their student body. I mean, I can't imagine like, again, first of all, no one's talking about, I don't know, UC Santa Cruz. Because, you know, there's probably way more Palestine marches at UC Santa Cruz. But nobody talking about that because it's not an Ivy League. But if you want to look for so-called anti-Semitism, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody cares about all these like rando lefty like. I'm sure like Reed was really up in arms, but nobody cared. Um, I do think it is interesting that these are women, that they, you know, that Claudine Gay is a woman of color and that 
so disgustingly, you have actual anti-Semites like Tucker Carlson being like, well, I don't think we should defend these universities because they're the ones who are teaching multiculturalism and teaching um, that white replacement theory isn't happening or leading to white replacement. And sadly, it just it's just so sick. It's so sick. That, and, and it's sort of like, again, falling on women and women of color who were in the position. Claudine Gay was there for six months. And it kind of also goes to show that when it comes to Israel-Palestine, you will see nine times out of ten that the people who are punished most um, ruthlessly for their support of Palestinians uh, are people of, if not Muslims and Arabs themselves are people of color who support Palestine. I mean, and she doesn't. That's what I'm saying. She doesn't support. She just she just wasn't supposedly doing a good enough job. Thanks for checking out The Insurgents. What you just heard was a free preview. To get access to the rest of this episode, head on over to insurgentspod.com, where you can subscribe for as little as five bucks a month. Your support goes a long way to keeping this show going, and as a thank you, you get an extra episode every week. Insurgentspod.com to learn more.